Hello, everyone. Welcome into localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Tim Muma, and you're listening to Mock Interview, where we bring in job seekers and industry professionals, having them conduct a mock interview so we can all learn a few things. At the end of the interview, we then give the job seeker some helpful tips to improve her interviewing technique. For this episode, we're looking at a public relations position, and we have Lori Richards, the vice president of Miller Communications. She'll be interviewing Annie Cusper, a recent graduate from Marquette University. And again, as a reminder, at the conclusion of their mock interview, we'll have some time for Lori to give feedback to Annie about her interview, and I may also have some observations to pass along as well. So, Lori, whenever you're ready, go ahead and kick off the interview. Well, good morning, Annie. Thank you so much for coming in to meet with me today. Uh, Your resume obviously caught my eye as we were looking through the stacks and doing our hiring for our new entry-level position here at Miller Communications. So why don't you kick things off for me just by telling me a little bit more about yourself, um, including maybe where you're from and what your experience the last four years at Marquette University have been like. I graduated from Marquette University in May uh, as a corporate communication major with a minor in German. I have experience in Um, an HR internship, a PR internship, and a marketing internship. Um, I picked corporate communication from the very beginning. I declared corporate comm as my major um, before I even started at Marquette, and I've loved every minute of it. Mm -hmm. My major classes were definitely my favorites. I got super involved when I was a freshman doing um, peer health education, so I did a lot of awareness week planning and event planning as a freshman um, on a team of seven other peer health educators. Mm -hmm. And then went into being a resident assistant. I got hired for that position as a sophomore and was kind of thrown into a building of full of 660 other sophomores. Um, and I kind of really grew mature in that position um, in leadership skills and um, event planning, a lot of that stuff. Um, and then as a junior, I studied abroad in Germany to fulfill my German minor, which was a really great experience. Um, a lot of uh, personal growth happened in that semester. And then as a senior, I got really busy with internships and kind of packing my schedule as much as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. So that was my Marquette experience. Great. Now, I imagine having majored in uh, corp com, you learned a whole lot more than just the specific subset of public relations. But tell me from your class experience, what, uh, what was it about, what did you learn specifically about PR that led you now to look for a career specifically in PR rather than some larger facet of organizational communications? So overall communication, I really like to write. Mm-hmm. And I found that writing in my um, media writing class and my corporate writing classes were probably two of my favorite experiences at Marquette. Um, and then I kind of turned those into my internship. My public relations internship is a lot of writing, mm-hmm. a lot of internal writing. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot with the internet and um, their internal newsletter. So I guess in that sense, that's public relations, but also working with stakeholders. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that. So I do a lot with their the um, volunteer organization at the hospital that I work for, um, as well as their employees and like kind of different event planning things within that. Within that. So I've kind of found an internship of things that I really like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, media, media writing is a strong suit for me. Great. Now, if you were to describe your top three strong suits in, in terms of job skills, writing, obviously, you've touched on, but well, give me a couple of others. Um, in job setting, I think teamwork is a um, skill for me. I've worked in teams from being a pre-health educator to being an RA to um, kind of working with different people within my internships, mm-hmm. as well as organization. Organization is key. Um, organization and time management together. I think I've developed that 
through my four years of college mm-hmm. um, and going into a job. I really like to be busy. I like working in a fast-paced environment. Um, I'm always asking for more things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if I have more on my plate, I'm getting things done much faster. Whereas if I only have one or two things to do for the day, mm-hmm. I have to kind of stretch it out so I don't go home early. Right. Um, no, that's I definitely had uh, had that word written down on your resume organization because obviously you have a lot of different experiences between volunteer, your classwork, and then also your your jobs and your internship experience. So how do you keep yourself organized so you can accomplish all those things? I definitely rely a lot on my planner mm-hmm. um, and my email, like having my iPhone, my email come to my phone, organizing. Um, I don't use the calendar feature on my phone because I think I'm going to forget to put things in it. <laughs> so I definitely write things down. I make a lot of lists. Mm-hmm. Um, when I sit down for three or four minutes just waiting waiting to go do something before I, before I go into class or waiting for a professor to get to class, I'm constantly writing down like my to-do things for the day, my to-do things for the week. Um, in the middle of March, I printed out a calendar of all of March and all of April, and I wrote everything in it just so I knew all of my due dates, exactly what I had to do to get to graduation. Um, stuff like that. Great. Thank you. Uh, One other thing that caught my eye from your resume that I thought was interesting was the fact that you spent some time being a human resources intern as well. Tell me what you learned from that particular experience and how you use it to enhance your PR skills. So I really like being around people. I like working with people. Um, And programming and kind of leading presentations was a skill for me. And I did a lot of um, orientation stuff when I was an HR intern, Mm -hmm. as well as organizing paperwork, um, using a database, um, putting people's information in. So I guess transferring that to PR, I think the personal people skills is important. Um, How people communicate is important, because once you know how people communicate, you kind of know how to communicate with them. Mm -hmm. I think that's important for public relations, Um, kind of knowing, knowing your audience and being able to talk to your audience. Um, whether it's on paper or in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's how I use human resource. It was kind of um, one of the electives that I took for my major, and I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. So I continued to take HR classes for fun. Good. I see here that through your most recent internship with um, a local healthcare organization, you did a lot of writing um, between public relations materials, flyers, newsletter articles, things like that. So it looks like you had a lot of experience directly communicating with the employee base of that organization. But how about experience communicating with other target audiences, including the media? So also within that position, I've done press, different press releases um, pretty much based on uh events that have taken place at the hospital or successes of nurses or doctors within the hospital. Mm-hmm. So I've done different media news pitches, I guess, for mm-hmm. that. Um, other than that, I don't necessarily have experience with external. Okay. And tell me more through that process of writing the press releases. Were you also involved in the process of identifying which media outlet you would target with that pitch and then executing it? Um, I was not very much involved. Um, there's two or three pretty small newspapers in the area that I'm working for, and he, my my manager, pretty much did it. I submit it. I submit it to him, and he looks over it. Sure, and that's not uncommon. I was just wondering if you actually took the, were had the experience or the opportunity to take those next steps through your internship. Um, tell me more about even though you haven't necessarily had the opportunity to work directly with the media here locally, how do you consume media? Um, where do you get your news from? So 
mostly from my phone mm-hmm. um, as a typical college student. Um, Facebook, I use LinkedIn for different articles. I'll use the CNN app. Um, I do turn on TV and watch some of the local, local news. Um, and then through classes, like we we're always talking about current events um, and different things like that. So I always find the answer to that question is so interesting as, as I work with more millennials because it really gives us insight as to how the media is changing and how we as PR professionals y- need to use different mediums to communicate with different target audiences. So definitely, thank definitely. you. And uh, sort of along those lines, tell me more about your experience. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit more about your experience conducting research um, through your marketing assistant internship. And what did that entail? So that company is the Center for Life Transitions, and he, the, my supervisor is kind of independent. He goes around the country and leads a retreat at different retreat centers. Mm-hmm. So I have taken on the task of kind of creating a spreadsheet database through Google with him, and I'll go through and, like, look for different organizations in the city where he's going to be presenting next mm-hmm. and do research on, like, the size of the organization and what organizations I should reach out to to get people involved, um, to get people to... Um, sign up for the retreat that he's leading. So I guess research in that sense of like who I should be sending flyers, who I should be sending the communication to in order to get people to sign up. What role does social media play in your research? Not very much. I'm pretty much using the organization's website, um, searching, finding emails and um, phone numbers to reach out to those organizations in the area of the retreat center. And any experience working in with social media um, in your healthcare internship? No, I don't. I don't have access to that because it's that goes through much more through a marketing um, office than it does through their public relations office. Okay. And they have a creative services department. It's a whole big. Sure, I realize there are there are a lot of different players when you when you get to um, large organizations like that. Well, tell me more about in your uh, internship with Center for Life. It sounds like you had a lot of opportunity there to show leadership and take the initiative on things. Tell me about Mm -hmm. that. So I'm pretty much the only assistant that works for the um, center. And I did kind of, I work on, I do it on my own. So it's all my own time. So I do take the initiative to kind of set up the database when I have time and make phone calls when I have time, send out the emails and create the um, flyer. And that's been great. Um, so it is really just what I can do and how I can be helpful. And I think that's been a good experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my first day with that position, I, uh, introduced my supervisor to the QR code, the reader. Sure. So that was, that was an interesting moment for him to be like, wait, you can scan something? I was like, yep, let's put this on the posters. Good. So tell me more about that. So you actually recommended that he start using a QR code and Mm -hmm. implemented the whole process? Yeah. So the poster, when I started, the posters for the first four retreats were already created and they didn't have the QR code on them. Mm -hmm. And we were kind of talking about strategies for how to get more people to sign up for the retreats that he was doing. And I said, well, if they're in their, the organization, if it's a church or whatever kind of community center it might be, and they see the poster, this means they have to remember the website and go to the website and kind of go from there. And I said, well, why don't you put a QR code on and then if someone has a smartphone, they can scan it and then they'll remember the website. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was more than willing to do that for me. And 
Did you actually then move forward with researching how to have one made mm-hmm. and all and yeah, tell more I, about that? I went to the website, the like typed in QR reader, QR mm-hmm. code, um, went to the website and copied and pasted the um, retreats on our website, produced the QR code and emailed it to him. And he, we were, I was able to scan it from my computer. I was in the room with him and I was mm-hmm. able to scan it from my computer and show him that it took me right to the website on my phone. And he was very amazed. Excellent. And then proceeded to send that onto the printer and get them. They put, dropped it in the PDF and sent it back to me. Great. And then those were the flyers that I was using as I was communicating in preparation for the retreat. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of, uh, I think, the key skills that we often look for in new candidates, especially at the entry level, is the ability to problem solve. That was a great example of identifying a problem and then independently coming up with a solution for it. Do you have another another um, example you might be able to give me about a, an obstacle that you may have faced and where rather than stopping or giving up or saying, I don't know, you deal with this, you took it on yourself and were creative in coming up with a solution? Um, can I think about that one for a few minutes? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. We'll come back to that. Um, how about other examples of leadership? Uh, either, th- again, through your volunteer experience, your student experience, um, or your internship experience. Sure. So I'm a third-year resident assistant at Marquette. Um, I started as a sophomore RA for sophomores, and I kind of progressed to being, now I'm the only third-year RA on my staff. So I've become a, a leader for the new RAs. I feel like I've definitely kind of taken that on as like, I want you to come ask me questions. I'm here for you. I'm here as a resource. Come talk to me about things. And I've been able to be very helpful to the current sophomores that might struggle with finding, building relationships with their residents on their floors or um, whatever it might be, getting a program started or something like that. So I've been able to be very helpful for them. Um, as well as in my peer health education position, I was I returned to that for a second year. And I was kind of able to do, to do the same thing, having the experience, having been there for a year. I became a resource. I think that's really important um, in terms of, be, I mean, just being a leader for my residents on my floor, knowing they can come to me. I'm a senior. I'm a resource. Um, I've had girls come ask me about internships. I've had girls come ask me about um, anything and everything, classes, whatever it might be, um, finding an apartment on campus, which is something I never did, but I still have the information to help them with. Mm-hmm. Um, so things like that from my RA experience. Good. Tell me more about your experience or your history sort of as a networker, something that's another thing that is very important in our field is demonstrating that you're not a shy person. You're not afraid to go out there and meet a new reporter or meet a new potential client and and really start interacting with them and, and building relationships. So you obviously haven't been shy about going out and joining organizations or finding internships. So tell me more about how you've gone about that. Um, well, on campus, I joined a Greek organization, um, and that was really good for me to kind of meet people my freshman year um, and kind of build those relationships with what has now become 500, or not, well, 500, um, 150 girls on campus. Um, and then just using my supervisors that I've had in the past, um, anyone that I reach, reach out to, anyone in the Office of Residence Life at campus, um, they've all become, I've built relationships with them, they've all become resources for me. Um, and I can pretty much go to any of them and ask for help if I need it. Um, I've worked with multiple organizations, RA Selection Committee, um, 
I've met a lot of people through that. I've met a lot of people through Conduct Board. I guess meeting the people is first step and then kind of creating the relationships and keeping those relationships. So seeing people on campus, remembering something about them. Um, Building my LinkedIn was a big thing that I took on. Um, This past semester, actually, I was like, okay, it's time to do it. I should build it. Um, I did that pretty quickly. Um, I I keep in touch with most of my professors. I think that's really a strong piece of communication and networking for me. Um, I was part of the Corporate Communication Summit that took place a month or a month and a half ago now. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that was pretty exciting to kind of be around the night before was was a networking event um, before the actual event took place on that Thursday. So I was around for that. And it was just kind of, it was really great to just talk to people who are in the field without the pressure of like, okay, I'm here to apply for a job. Mm -hmm. It was just a casual conversation about what I wanted to do. So I want to follow up on what you said about building your LinkedIn. Tell me more about how you how you've used that resource to either help connect you with new people or you know, find those connections to help you get a foot in the door. So far, I've connected with maybe 80 or so people. Um, family, family friends first off, and then um, people that I know from school. And then I used it. I've been using like job portion of the website um, for sure as just kind of a seeing what's out there right now. I've found a lot of the groups to be really helpful. Mm-hmm. I actually there's a fun story about that. I joined my high school alumni group and I was the 1500th member to join. So a message got sent out to everyone in the group that, with my name in it. Like, oh, that's great. Congratulations. <laughs> you to got a free candy expanding. bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Free sweatshirt. So that was an exciting um, use of LinkedIn that I didn't know it was going to happen. Great. That's an excellent example. Thank you. Um, and going back to the question that I said I was going to think about, mm-hmm. um, in terms of kind of taking the initiative, there was a 50th anniversary for the volunteer group at the hospital that I'm working for, and I was asked to write different articles about them um, throughout, like the, for the newsletter throughout the next couple of months because they're celebrating their 50th year. Um, and I was kind of thinking about it. I went to my supervisor and said, how about we ask them what they want to say? So I kind of took on the um, initiative of creating a questionnaire, sending it out to all of the volunteers that have email addresses, compiling their responses, and kind of deciding how I'm going to use those throughout the next couple of months, um, or as long as I stay in my internship position, Mm -hmm. um, within my communication that I use for the hospital. So questions like, what was your favorite thing about being a volunteer? Why are you a volunteer? What's your favorite memory? Um, what 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 parts of volunteering are you involved in? Do you support, like, what events do you do? So stuff like that. And it, the the responses have been really good, actually. I got a lot back Great. Um, right off the bat. And you decided to take that approach because you, would th- you thought that would be a better way to sort of mine for story ideas? Yeah, or what, like, what better way to share the 50 years of experience or the 50 years celebration than with their own words, mm-hmm. I guess. No, I think that's a great example. Thank you. Um, well, if you, if you could kind of wrap things up and if you could leave me with one, one thing about yourself, whether it's an accomplishment of which you're most proud or something you feel like that really sets you apart from other candidates that we're speaking with for this position, what would it be? I think I'm going to go with a positive attitude and a positive outlook on um, starting an entry-level position and 
just me as a person and knowing that I'm going to come in positive. I'm going to do everything I possibly can to succeed. Mm-hmm. Well, great. Thank you. I think that's a that's a great way to end. Um, I appreciate you again coming in today. Do you have questions for me potentially about the company, the position, anything else along those lines? Sure. Um, I guess one of my questions is what is the regular day-to-day um, process of being an account coordinator for Miller Communications? We get that question often, and I always respond to it the same way, in that the typical day-to-day is that there is no typical. Um, part of the, the in my opinion, the fun of being in an agency is that it is somewhat unpredictable. Um, I always joke with people that plan tasks for 50% of your day and just assume that the other 50% is going to be filled with projects that come in or crises or immediate things that need to be done that you hadn't necessarily anticipated. But t- typical work for an entry level or account coordinator position at our firm includes uh, a lot of media relations work. So you may be uh, monitoring certain media for articles that we've worked on with our clients writing pitches, compiling media lists, drafting and editing media materials. Um, You also probably will be helpful in in putting together other stakeholder type of communications, whether it's plan, communication materials, letters, um, maybe it's a a constant contact email update, something like that. Um, Other types of communication that we'll execute with clients and then the execution plan on, on how to distribute it dates, times, lists of people, things of that nature. So we also do some event planning. Um, we're, we're working on some really fun projects right now. So fairly multifaceted, working in a lot of different industries as well. Very cool. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right, well, thank you to both of you. I know this is a, a little tricky trying to do an actual mock interview. Plus, as Lori alluded to, you know, you have the microphones and you're in a studio. So I appreciate you both coming in, taking the time. Um, Lori, I guess I wanted to open it up to you, first of all, if there was anything that stood out specifically you wanted to mention to Annie about, uh, you know, how she did, positives, negatives. Um, and then, like I said, I'll, I have a couple questions that I would like to ask as well, and, and we'll just kind of roll from there. Mm-hmm. No, great. I think you did a very good job today. I was very impressed. And I think one of the key pieces of information that we always give to our clients when we're doing media training is front load your strong points. And I thought you did an excellent job of really leading up front with your leadership skills, what you thought set you apart from other candidates, and your delivery was also excellent. I think the positive attitude that you ended with, it was great that you told me that and you reinforced it, but it was tangible and it was evident throughout the interview just in in interacting with you and um, the enthusiasm with which you answered the question. So I thought that was really great. Thanks. One area where you could strengthen things just a little bit is there were a couple of questions that I asked you about relative to your interaction with the media and your use of social media with uh, in your internship experiences. And it's totally fine to say that you haven't gotten that opportunity through your internships because, again, it's not always available. But if you haven't had the opportunity in an internship specifically, but maybe you have had that interaction or you've you've done some work in that area, maybe through your personal use or in one of the volunteer commitments that you do, give me that example in that particular situation or sort of transition by saying, you know, I, I didn't have the experience of working directly with the media 
with XYZ internship. However, I have done this through my volunteer experience or the LinkedIn example that you provided me with later about how you used it personally to help mine potential internship sources or new job leads. That would have been a great example to use when we talked about social media. Maybe you didn't use LinkedIn when you worked for Center for Life, but you do have experience with it. So tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Well, Lori, I'm glad you brought that one up. That was one thing that I jotted down as well. If something doesn't specifically apply, do you want to hear something else? I appreciate you addressing that. Mm-hmm. Well, one question, Lori, I had was a number of times Annie in, in one of her answers would start with, I think. Mm-hmm. Does that bring up a concern of confidence or credibility in some ways, opposed to just giving you that statement? You know, it didn't even occur to me that she started off okay. some of her responses in that way. And I, the reason for that, I know I almost just said it myself. The reason for that is because I, I, I felt like her delivery was confident. She, okay. she was confident in her approach. So again, it's more about the total picture for sure. me rather than the lead into those particular responses. And obviously, you're able to see nonverbals and the right. eye contact, everyone listening. You're just hearing the words. Uh, another question I had about was, um, you, know, you had asked about how Annie gets her news. Mm-hmm. And I think we all know a lot of us go to our phones for that information. Were you looking for something more specific there? Like there was a, a, a comment which I, I snickered at of you know kind of the typical college student. Mm-hmm. Is that what you want to hear? Or do you want to see that it's maybe a little beyond that when they're looking for a position with you? No, that's a that's a great question. And and actually to that point, I would have loved to hear you reference some of the local media that we're all familiar with to at least give me a sense that you're familiar with that landscape. Yeah. Maybe I read the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel or I like ABC News personally myself or I like on Milwaukee.com. Gotcha. Um, you mentioned CNN and that's great from a national standpoint, but to the extent you can specifically reference a few media sources that you even check in with on a, on a um, time to time yeah. or from time to time, that would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the last thing I wanted to ask about was, I I think a lot of people who are interviewing struggle with this, is when they don't have an answer, they want to take a moment to think about it. Mm -hmm. What do you prefer they do in that instance? Annie obviously, you know, asked, hey, could I take a a minute or two to to think about that? Is there a sort of an acceptable answer to that to be able to pause and and gather your thoughts? Because we don't always have that answer Mm -hmm. on top of our head. No, I think about that often, too, because there are some times where I'm not sure I would be able to answer answer some of the questions that I'm asking of other people. So I'm always impressed when people can regroup very quickly and come up with a specific example to that question on the fly. If they can't, I'd much prefer the approach Annie took to kind of, um, or the awkward silence for a minute or so. <laughs> right. So I thought you did a great job in saying, can I have a minute to think about that? And I was especially impressed that you actually did. <laughs> <laughs> that you brought it up proactively and said, I've thought of a good example. Can I tell you about it? Because I've also experienced where people just use that as a way to defer the question, sure. but then never really come back to it. Yeah, I like that too. That was good. All right, well, that's all I have. I think, again, both of you, thank you for coming in. Uh, It is a challenge to work with this. And uh, and just from a scheduling standpoint, but also to be able to perform, I appreciate both your efforts today. We are going to have to close out this edition, though, of Mock Interview. Once again, we thank Lori Richards from Miller Communications for coming in, as well as Annie Cusper for partaking in this Mock Interview. If any of you listening would like to reach out to us here at LJN Radio, just send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also check out more of our podcasts at ljnradio.com. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.